Hey there. You know what you're listening to? <laughs> you're listening to the Bonum Podcast. Uh, we would like to remind you that the Bonum Podcast actually is a comedy podcast, despite all the bad walking references and uh, insistence on us being scientists. I'm not a scientist or a doctor or an expert. All the research was performed by some idiot who apparently <laughs> had too much time on his hands. And uh, all information contained within is for entertainment purposes only. Our language for sure is lewd, obscene, crass, and generally offensive. So if that's not your particular cup of tea, this podcast might not be for you. And if the kids are still up, maybe come back later. If you're still here, enjoy the show! Welcome to the Bone to Pick section of our podcast, a subsidiary of the Bone In podcast. And uh, Melinda's got a bone to pick. Yep. What bone do you have to pick? My bone to pick is I purchased a house eight years ago, and this house was built in the early 80s, and so it's changed hands multiple occasions. Um, And we've since started renovating this house, and every single time... I hope it's a ghost. (laughs) It's not a ghost. God damn it. Uh, I wish it was that little ghost boy that was running around here not too long ago. Dansley? pretty cool. Dansley. Um... But no, that, we, that would be awful. You don't want him around. <laughs> you don't want that guy hanging out he in your house. He seemed pretty cool. He had like a like a raver glow stick on. You didn't see that. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was. He was a cool guy. Um, nice. But anyways, uh, that's not what I would define as a cool guy. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> glow sticks. You don't think that ravers are cool? No comment. Very nineties. Anyways, so. Uh, <laughs> So we recently removed the door going from my main living area to the garage because it was super drafty and we found out that that door was handmade and it is awful. He cut a bunch of beams to put it in and then we found out that a lot of the electrical work put in was actually just a bunch of extension cords that he just ropes spliced in (laughs) to. And so that's my bone to pick is... Getting into a house and doing a bunch of silly DIY work that you have no idea about coding and like electrical codes and you're just like, oh, I have an extension cord that I could wire in into this door jam that I made myself that isn't to any dimensions but my own. That's my bone to pick. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you oh. on that. Um, I think that's one of the joys of home ownership is I can fuck this house up in <laughs> any which way I feel fit. America. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn right. You're goddamn right. And that will right. be the next person's problem. Exactly. <laughs> if I want to hand build a door, which sounds cool. Like, and I, I think when, now that I'm thinking about it, you've I seen see this what door. you're saying. I was yeah. thinking of like somebody hand carving. a. It might've been, you've seen the door. It was door the door. To, you've, you've seen that door. That was what, a handmade door. What door? I didn't really pay attention to it. To the garage? I yeah. And I, I never even. It was a giant. It had like, it was a really cool it. door. It had like all these natural like wood knots into it, but it was all like glued together. So was it like, wasn't a square or not a square, a rectangle. Is what you're, what you're it saying? It was just a weird, it was just, yeah, it was too tall, too wide. And he had cut into like all the 
like and it was made out of two by fours too it was it was so weird like i was like oh that's a beautiful door until you opened it up and you're like oh that's that seems weird though because wouldn't 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 there be like an existing opening for him to and, put a door into mm-hmm, yeah and he looked at it and it's like i can make a door that's bigger and better and put that there but really it wasn't it was just like super drafty. It looked cool, but it just served no functionality. I I actually I agree with you on this because I just moved into a place mm-hmm. and uh the the there was a guy here who thought he knew how to wire things up. Mm-hmm. And there was like for example, there would be a a run where a wire needed to be 6 feet long. And it would be 30 feet long. <laughs> and then instead of cutting the wire to the right length, he would just run it and then run it back a bunch of times, back and forth. Like, Jared, do you think that is just classy and like a, no, like a little, I, little I don't do that, that level okay. of work. But I also, you know, if anybody were to buy my home after me, they'd be like some dickhead was in here. Thought he knew what he was doing. They'd be like us. Like, oh man, this guy's yeah. yeah. I'm gonna talk about this on my podcast. Yeah. yeah. Actually, like- um, I just I had to replace one of the uh the security lights. And it it was weird because there's there's four holes to screw it up there. And for some reason he did three. Why? And it's just like ran out of screws. My, my question was why three? If you're if you're gonna half ass it, why not two? He was just like call it a day. Why would you why would you go one more and then not go do the last one? That kind of shit blows my mind. Yeah. That's like that's that's what I'm talking about is like all the things in my house are all like from the outside, just like it's all for instance, we went to go look at everything is built upon layers of linoleum. So like, there's probably like three layers of linoleum <laughs> underneath my tile in the bathroom. I'm like, what the hell? It's a good, this? that's a good novel name. <laughs> three layers of linoleum. Three layers of linoleum. <laughs> that, like a sensual novel. Oprah would love that. <laughs> is it sensual? I, or is it, it could like, be, yeah. <laughs> memoir. As long as it's not true, you could get it on, on Oprah's book club, I think. Oh, it's got, she'll find you out if it's not true. Oh yeah. 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 But that makes you even more famous. Yeah. You could be on there and then you could actually make more money off of the, the smear campaign of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to use that. Three layers of linoleum. Three layers of linoleum. (laughs) It's beautiful. (laughs) By some white lady. (laughs) And then you find out that it's Jared. That's how, that's how, what Jared's happens. the white lady. Yeah. Is he has a pen name and you think you are buying a white lady book. Then you find out that it's a white Jared, man. A white man. Except you just outed me. Oh, sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, Oprah, doesn't li- Oprah, ruined. Oprah would not listen to a hot a wing white eating podcast. A, a hot wing eating podcast. She might. She might surprised. listen to a white man, though, because uh, Dr. Phil. Oh, yeah, she is friends with Dr. Phil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's the whole reason that that asshole is in our lives. Mm. 
And that other guy, Dr. Oz? No, Dr. Oz was a board certified, like he was a legit yeah, but doctor. He, he was on, he is a legit doctor. Yeah. But he's also a huge piece of shit. Yeah. But he was, I, he was on the Oprah show. Oh. That's where he, I thought, that's how he became famous. He's a cardiologist. I thought that he, how, is it, was he talking about like heart stuff? I don't know. I, no. I don't, I don't watch Oprah. Believe it or not. Who brought a Oprah? <clears throat> Me? Oh, okay. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Because the book club. And the. How do you know that Oprah three... has a book club if you don't watch it? I don't know I that mean, Oprah it's a, has it's a book a club. Famous, there was a whole, I, yeah, there was I, I a know whole thing oh, okay. with the book club and the million tiny little. Million little threads. Or, pieces yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I have it, no idea. Like you, I don't watch Oprah, not, so I don't know. You've not heard of this? Mm-mm. So there was a, it was like a huge bestseller and it was, it was like presented as a true story. And I don't know what the story is, but all I know is that it was total bullshit and. And then I think maybe Oprah caught some flack because she she brought him on and touted the book. But then after she found out, she she brought him on and outed him, right? Like really laid into him. Yeah. yeah. So what you're saying maybe is that Oprah that. only has true stories, like so memoirs or like bio- biologic biographical novels. Saying she ties up her loose ends. Does she? In this one, in, in this instance. one case, anyway, I'm like, I've, I've never watched Oprah. Don't, so I don't know, it's never not watched. on anymore. You can't watch it. No, she not on anymore. I actually have, no it, idea. She, she have like a network, yeah, huh. that I remember, but maybe. How do you how do you know she has a network if because you don't I watch it? Had cable mm. TV and would scroll by, mm, gotcha, <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> You could admit it. I I know of Oprah. I just never sat and watched her book club, Dan. So I don't have much experience with her book club. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, what what are we talking about? How did we get here? <laughs> Shitty DIY work. Shitty yeah. DIY work. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. In 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 all seriousness, I think I think you're right. I think it's shitty that like the the laws aren't there to protect people buying a house mm-hmm. because like you're I know that there's like this whole thing called like the inspection yeah we had an inspector and then people think that that that's an actual thing when in real life the inspector just goes in makes sure the house isn't on fire and then signs his name to a thing mm-hmm. yeah inspectors don't have to be licensed yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you don't even have to have real credentials at all and you just basically just sign it because you're the guy that presumably who hires the inspector when you I think the you bring in your own or they yeah buyer picks buyer, who the inspector yeah. is and there right. is like you can't find reputable companies yeah. it's not like every inspector out there mm-hmm. has no idea what they're doing but also you? when I bought this house I was in my early 20s I had no idea like how to so I just asked my real estate agent, like, do you know an inspector? And he's like, oh, yeah, like, let me. So the the inspector that we purchased or hired was through the real estate agent. And he walked through in Through your and real said, estate agent? Yeah, through mine. And he was like, that plug isn't right. And we're like, okay, got to fix that plug before we 
purchase the house and so they fixed that plug but that was like it they fixed one plug they pl- and then we come to find the out one that they checked <laughs> all of our gutters are against so like if it rains yeah, it is you've seen my, they're, you've the wrong seen slope, my yeah. they're on the wrong slope and they're all going towards like it's just a mess and as we get into it i'm like oh, what have i done but it's a great location but it's just everything that that man has touched or a person, I'm not. Yeah. Well, and that kind of rolls into another thing where, like, the realtor has has no reason to to slow up the sale. Um, actually, he, uh, we've we. It's interesting that you mentioned that there were a couple houses that we looked at that we rolled up, and he's like, "Don't even go near this house. This is." He said, "He's like, I, I see the foundation." So, I mean, it was. In, he was. I think he was an honest guy. Like there were multiple houses where he was like, I don't think this is a house that you should purchase. And then we rolled upon this one. He's like, meh, it's not turnkey. It's a fixer upper. It's in a good location. Right. Right. But like his, and I never really understand how this works. There's a percentage that gets made Mm -hmm. when a house is sold. 3%. 3%. Well, I think, I think it's six and each one gets three. Like the seller, selling realtor, and the buying realtor. Yeah. And when we, when and, we sell our house, and then house, when you we will, sell your yeah, house, you yeah. have to use the same guy. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that he doesn't want you to buy a piece of shit house mm-hmm. that's gonna bankrupt you because then, like his his uh, his next nut is gonna be a lot smaller because it's gonna be sold at at an auction. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I just said nut. <laughs> Something funny about nuts? Jeez. I work with children, you guys. But <laughs> like there's there's no reason for them to like have have your back. Yeah. And and because they make a, a small percentage, three percent, mm-hmm. you know, like they're they're not gonna fight for thousands of dollars because their thousands of dollars is hundreds of dollars. He sends me coupons for free ice cream all the time. Well, and, you, yeah. and you also, I mean, <laughs> we live in the age of online reviews, so you always have that yeah. hanging over you. You have to be good enough that, you, you know, if some people are blasting you on the internet, nobody's going to hire you again. What's interesting so you have to look is, out for your uh, reputation. I mean, but, you know, people don't look into stuff like that. They just, like everyone else, they just they get a recommendation for a friend or from a friend or whatever. I don't know how we came upon this guy. Weirdly enough, he owned a you bowling alley. Came upon him. Snuck it was a tiny him. load though. Yeah. So. <laughs> it was a small nut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he owned an, a bowling alley that we used to frequent quite a bit in our youth. You remember that place up North? He the the guy you bought it from owned that bowling alley. Yeah, the guy you bought the house from. Yeah, he owned that, and then I was like, "Oh, we used to go there all the time." Because remember, it went out of business. I thought you meant your realtor. <laughs> no, <laughs> he did. To, oh, your realtor yeah. used to own. Oh. Yeah, I, think, I thought you meant the guy who sold you the house. Yeah, no, the well, realtor. Well, first I thought realtor, <laughs> and then I. So the realtor uh, bought it when it went out of business the first time, and then do you remember it came open for a little bit longer? And then 
it went out of business permanently. Hmm. Uh, Not a great story for the listeners. <laughs> Yeah, this this isn't compelling. <laughs> isn't that no, compelling? but I just I'm just saying it just so happened. He's like, yeah, I used to own that bowling alley, and I was like, I used to get wasted there. So, small world. Nice. Yeah. And then he sold you a crappy house. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's not too bad though. So you got a you got a shit door frame. Gutters aren't at the right slope. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it's- we had a toilet that was leaking into the basement. Just small things. I could give you some horror stories if oh. you if you would like oh, yeah. some horror could you stories. Go on? I'm of not, your house? No, I'm not going to put them on air. Oh, but okay. Yes, I, I happen to. You've seen things. Yes, you've seen things. Yeah, I, I've seen some shit. Hmm. Okay. Well, I like the whole housing thing. Is just it it confuses me and terrifies me because like there's all this stuff that's going on in a house. And the 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 value of the house continues to rise regardless of the actual merit of the house. Yeah, it is incredible that a uh, you know just because it's in a neighborhood with other houses so that it's might be good that or next so to a trail. I I sent this thing to Dan because there's this bike company in town that they will give you an e bike if you are living in a like a like a poor area or like an area that's been impacted by the economy. Dan lives down the road from I, his neighborhood is impacted. And then you go up to my neighborhood and right where I live, it's all of a sudden like randomly, like a bubble of not being impacted. And I was like, what we live. And Dan was like, we even live in the same neighborhood. How are, what is, what is that? What are the totally arbitrary random? Yeah. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, somebody yeah. drew a line, and <laughs> like uh, this line, you're is, on the wrong side of these, it. These white people are fine, but mm. these white people are poor. I was gonna go. I didn't want to go there, but yeah, that's that's what it is. It's, it's very odd. Like I was just like, we live in the same neighborhood, but anyways, nah. Nah. arbitrary. Yeah, just like home values. No, one hundred percent is. You buy. You look at homes somehow increase in value when they're aging and deteriorating, and the the difference between a home just built, you know, in the nineties versus the seventies, the quality mm-hmm. of home you're getting is not the same. You're talking about HVAC advancements, plumbing advancements, just everything, the build quality engineering, mm-hmm. but you still pay the same amount for a home built in the nineties as a home built in the seventies. Yeah. How, oh. does, how does that work? What about those Victorian houses down the road? Exactly. That yeah. are like have all this retrofitted HVAC yeah. and plumbing and everything like that and have all sorts of problems and lead paint and asbestos mm-hmm. in the walls. And you're paying you that you're paying even more for because it because it looks neat. Probably yeah. lots of frogging going on. What's frogging? You know what frogging is? Mm. It's where you Sneak into a person's house and live there without them knowing. <laughs> what? Yeah. Who's frogging? People? Are you frogging? I've never frogged, oh. but it's, is that happening here? I don't know if it's happening here, but oh, it, like the Denver Spider Man. There's like a thing. It's enough of a thing that there's a name for it. Yeah, oh. and people like they they start to notice their food is going missing in their pantry. Well, so there was a there guy was a, in Denver who was murdered by a guy that was frogging. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is uh, back in like the seventies. Oh, in the seventies. Yeah. So it's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he just caught him like taking a shower and then he stabbed him. With no, death, he caught him stealing food and he bludgeoned him with like an iron fireplace thing. Right. And then they thought it was somebody like a breaking and entry thing of course this is in the 70s so his wife got back from the hospital she was in the hospital for a couple months 
thought that it was a ghost. And then it turned out to mm. be a man in her attic. Wait, where was the the guy that got killed? He died. Oh, so he <laughs> shit. So he he died. Yeah. While his wife was in the hospital, yes. and then she came back and yeah. and caught the guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. She thought it was a ghost at first. Oh. And then did they arrest the guy? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Rad. Damn. Good so, story. I didn't know that it was called frogging, though. Yeah, with oh. a PH. Frogging. Frogging. <laughs> Why am I saying what, what way? Whiskey. All right. Any more on the uh, <laughs> the bone? Any more meat on that bone? Mm. No, to I think pick? it's picked. I we picked think it? it's picked clean. Picked it clean. Yep. All right, then we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, thanks, everyone. That was a pick. Welcome back to the Bone to Pick podcast. This is this is Dan. We have Bone Pick. This time it's J Rock's turn. It is my turn. I don't know why I'm doing this weird. That yeah, that threw me off a little bit. It just happened. I felt it. It was natural. I'm living my best life. So I did say to do that. Yeah, you did say. So my bone to pick today is um Donations for police and fire equipment. Specifically, I saw a commercial the other day for a popular Subway franchise, and they did the whole of each purchase. So much will go to buying firefighters protective gear. This is a little political. uh, It is a little political because my question is, what the fuck are my tax dollars going to if these firefighters still need to get donations from a sandwich shop in order to get respirators and axes and fire retardant clothing. Hmm. That is a good question. And uh it it goes very very deep. I think. It's so a rabbit hole. Yeah. It is cuz in I didn't think about how political it was when I came up with it, but you're right. It is very political yeah. because then you start looking at without getting too much into it, how much money we are currently sending overseas right now and you can't help but think it brings up questions yes why are we so concerned with other countries when our firefighters apparently don't even have the equipment that they need and why is subway the sandwich i did not say it was subway oh you did what did you say it was (laughs) it was a well-known sandwich shop you You might have said subway shop well is it is it one that might be themed in a way that's related to one of these two factions yes well, then I can totally see why they would want to donate. Oh. <laughs> but they shouldn't have to. That's my point. Why aren't our, why are the fight that it should be the point where the, even if they wanted to do it, the fire department goes, we have everything we need. Well, yeah. And, and I think it's, I think like for a, a place like where we live, like I happen to know that our fire department is, is well-funded. Um, but it, it does get a little weird in, in smaller towns and stuff. Was this a local, like our local firefighting? It was not, no. Or do you think it's just like a national? Oh, well then. Nationally. As what Dan said, maybe, maybe there are other places that don't have as many, you know. There are such thing as volunteer fire departments. 
and, and they and they should have the funding. They as shouldn't. Well. There and, shouldn't be a such thing as volunteer fire departments. Like you should, if there's a town where you pay taxes, you know, um, they they should be getting money from that town in order to protect it. But yeah, what if absolutely. you live in a town? say like Detroit where maybe it's kind of floundering and not you know it, it's needing help and so they're outsourcing our sandwiches for those donations or other areas that are you know kind of I think you're picking on Detroit for no, no reason I mean I just see a lot of Detroit needs help maybe they I don't know if you're listening to this and you live in Detroit Detroit <laughs> Dwight <laughs> Detroit <laughs> I don't know let me know how things are going over there. Yeah, just, but I just, I, you know, I wouldn't mind helping. Like, if it was for our own local thing, I'd be like, yeah, like, you you are using my taxes. But it's just like schools in very affluent neighborhoods to have better resources than schools that are not such good right. neighborhoods. And I think I think that's a huge part of the problem is is there there seems to be uh, this idea that that things that we need that are services somehow have to pay for themselves or or uh you know like the better neighborhoods where more money is made they get better stuff like and and um one of the things like remember a little while ago when when the post office was having huge problems mm-hmm. and everyone was saying like one of the arguments I heard a lot was that the post office costs or doesn't generate enough revenue to cover itself and stuff. Right. Yep. And it shouldn't. It's a service. Right. It it's something that we pay for. It shouldn't have to support itself financially. It's great that it can make some of that money back, but you know, it's a service. We need it. Correct. Yeah. And it's and we're taxed. Yeah. In order to be able to fund it, right. And I want to be clear: my problem isn't with the sandwich you, franchise. You hate firefighters. In, in, I get it. Or you, with you firefighters. hate people saving your life. That's cool. Put words in my mouth. <laughs> it's my problem is not with the the sandwich <laughs> shop and the fact that they're donating to it. My problem is that we have fire departments in this country that are seemingly underfunded. And so that's it's scary. One hundred percent. When it. It wouldn't make it okay, but at least if it were a situation, like you mentioned Detroit, mm-hmm. part of the problem you have there is when you have declining population, then your tax revenue starts to go down. Now you're paying all these fire departments that may not necessarily be needed. Um, you start to have restrictions on your revenues. That at least that at least makes sense. There's a, a A to B there that's causing the problem. But I think in many cases, it's not. It's because... A, we focus on, I get it's federal versus local funding, but mm-hmm. we seem to be focused on other countries. We seem to be focused on um, ridiculous stuff and our firefighters, which might be the most essential service that we have, I'll even lot, you know, EMT and medical in there mm-hmm. with them, are not getting the money to have, like I said, respirators and protective gear. Now, part of it too is there's this... I don't know the word for it, this thought that if you are selling to a government entity, you can make a lot more money on it. Governments don't get the same prices from on anything that private businesses do because I think a lot of it's 
you know the right person, so you can get a contract at a much higher dollar amount because you got a buddy in right. the right spot. Um, also, just in general, like uh, familiar with uh, Mavis Bacon, I think yep. it's the right turn. Uh, the labor rate for working on oh, never mind. No, no, that. <laughs> the labor rate for working on. Um, I believe it's Davis Bacon. Davis Bacon. Uh, Mavis Bacon is the typing thing, right? I don't know. Whatever. It's the <laughs> the labor rate on um, federal facilities is much higher than the going labor rate for the same thing. So if you have a landscaper, you're going to pay more. He can make more working right. on a federal facility than he can I in used to, the private sector. I used to work at the uh, the base, and they would have there would be different wages depending on which project you were working on, and the federal funded projects were the ones you wanted to get on because they were Davis bacon wages and they were a lot more than like your regular job. Like independent yep. contractors or. And that, I think that permeates throughout all items, whether it's labor or actual materials that the government buys. I think on average they pay more than private market. It's like a, it's a really complicated thing. Um, I used to work at a company that sold, rescue equipment to the government and it, there's a whole like we could do a whole podcast just about this subject nobody would listen to it because it'd be super boring but like there there's all kinds of entities and ways that things are funded and it, it's just it's a mess it's, and it's scary too because the people who are coming to save your life you don't want to skim things I just actually read an article about how a lot of the ski resorts here in town or not i'm sorry not in town in the state that we live in they're having problems finding the state of mississippi yeah weird arkansas all their (laughs) ski resorts anyways known for its ski towns (laughs) they are having problems finding search and rescue because the people do not make enough money to live in that area right so what do you do they don't want to pay the people enough money to live in that area because it's a fluented area and they're paying the minimum wage. So who's going to move here, work minimum wage, not be able to live, and then go rescue people who don't know how to you know, ski or get in trouble? And it's just a very scary thing to say, like, we're not going to resource the help. Well, maybe they just shouldn't save you if you're, <laughs> you know, if you go skiing. It's, it's a risky thing. Just accept that you're going to die. I, it is a scary. I don't. I, I personally, it is a very scary. I don't like. It's too fast. You like skiing? No, it, it scares me. I can't afford it, so <laughs> yeah. that's that's. You why should I, work in search and rescue. Then I so. like you just said. I still wouldn't be able to afford yeah. it. Yeah, you couldn't afford to look and help save lives. Well, and it's the same thing with like EMTs because those are all, at least here, they're privatized now. It's a private company. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they make like less than fast food workers. So who's going to become an EMT? Who's going to help you with your heart attack? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Some, some, somebody who really wants to do it because Which it's Which is not- awesome. A lot of those people are going to school for something. So I think they go, they become an EMT for a little bit so they could put it on their resume. It's kind of like an, almost like an internship. a different medical thing. Yeah, become doctors. Right, right. But, yeah. you know, you would think that this job where the these people save lives would be a job where you could feed your kids and have a home. Yeah. 
work your entire life in it and retire. And super toxic because they're like, well, we're not in it for the money. We're in it for the, you know, to, to be there, to be the helping. And it's just like, I, I get that money is not the root of happiness, but it's nice to be able to afford things. It's pretty essential. You have in, to have it now. Yeah. In modern times, maybe if we could roll back to times before you can get away without money, but in Dickety four, you didn't need money. No. Not in Dickety Four, but today an onion on your belt. So do go eat those sandwiches and pay for the fire people. I'm confused now. Are we eating the sandwiches or no? You can you can eat the sandwiches. Eat all the sandwiches you want. The sandwich shop really isn't the crux. (laughs) It's not Subway, correct? I could have sworn you said Subway, Subway, and I was like, so the bone to pick is that. Jared doesn't like sandwiches. Jared hates it when people ask him for money. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yes, donation. People ask me for money for something I'm already paying for. Yeah. And other people are paying for it. Or you should be paying for it. You're not paying for it because that money's going somewhere else. Yeah. And that's that's my question is, where is it going? And if we could actually pull back the curtain, I'll bet we'd be amazed to see The tax money or the sandwich money? Tax money. Where's the sandwich money Can you forget about the sandwiches for one second? Yeah, you're you're focused on the sandwiches (laughs) and it's really not, you know- it was, it, it, it was just an entryway into oh, the Yeah, it, it could be anything. It could be a pet store donating. It could be a restaurant donating. It's not the, the sandwiches aren't important. <laughs> it's it's pretend it was burritos. <laughs> oh, burritos! Will that help? No, it's gonna that make makes it worse. worse. <laughs> that makes it worse. Actually, yeah. It's oh, my bone to pick is that it's shameful that we live in a country where essential services like the, fire and EMS richest, are underfunded. Are we the richest nation? They say that, but I think that's more of a inflationary thing. It's, we just it's look like, like uh, we're the richest. Yeah, we want to be. We just like we're number one, but we're not actually number one. Well, most of our wealth is uh, actually debt. Yeah, which I wouldn't consider that wealth, but Neat. we do. Sure, sure. No, and you're right. Uh, we should be able to. All of these public services should they should be covered for. They should be covered. That should be first and foremost. That should yeah. be one of the first things they look at on budget is fire, EMS, teachers, healthcare. Like I yeah, feel like teachers. teachers like that's, you an, that's another really bad one because they're guiding the future. Like they are literally like the presidents are going. Through. They're literally molding the future serial killers of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so if you're not paying them and they're not motivated like it's you know again it's kind of like we shouldn't pay you because you need to have the passion and that's kind of a that makes me feel like yuck because it's like it's I garbage I, yeah that's yeah. yeah that's just them getting away with bullshit yeah right it's like when you work for a giant multinational conglomerate and they're like we're family mm-hmm. you should work late because you like us pizza party like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to. I saw a meme. It was somebody had a bunch of people had just quit. It was like a comic. And he goes, that's impossible. We threw a pizza party. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And and it, it's like a whole man. You've opened up a can of worms. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Because there's, like I said, there's smaller towns don't get any of that support and they're expected to like, Towns where there's there's no economy, how are they going to have money for a fire department? So if these people's homes catch on fire, I mean, I can, you know I can see if it's just three or four houses in the middle of nowhere, but there are small towns where they have to have volunteer fire departments oh, yeah. yep. because 
they don't get any of the money that should be coming down from the state government. Or at the very least, the county. Right. Right. Yeah. One of those two. So if we go missing, it's because of Jared's bone to pick about sandwiches. So, Do you think it's going to be the sandwich people that come after us? Or? <laughs> it's like they're going to find me dead on the street covered in mayo and like tomatoes. <laughs> like, I knew it. I just want to say that I love America. the firefighters, even if Jared doesn't. I love sandwiches, even though Jared doesn't. I love both firefighters and sandwiches. Okay. All right. Awesome. Didn't seem like that for a minute, so I'm glad you said it. I'm advocating for them to be well Paid funded. More, yeah, yeah. We should we should buy more sandwiches. You're right for the firefighters. For the firefighters, yes. I think they get. Well, it, it depends on the department. I'm, I think they get sandwiches, like when they're on duty. Isn't chili a big firefighter thing? Do they have like chili cookoffs? Do they? Not that I'm aware of. And it's like a nine alarm chili. Or am I making that up? <laughs> <laughs> am I making that up? Is that a thing? Is they ring nine alarms? I don't know. Huh. Okay. Right. <laughs> so the chili is so hot, nine fire departments have to show up? Isn't that like a thing? If if you work at a fire department and you make good chili, let me know. I don't, I don't think that's know. ever happened. I don't know. I think we know somebody that works at a fire department. Should we ask him if they make good chili there? Or do we? Yeah. What's his name? Say his full name and social security number. Name. Yeah. Uh, home address. <laughs> uh, you grew up with this person. His brother. His little brother's your best friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. we could ask him. Yeah. What are you going to ask him? If he makes chili. Oh, about chili. I thought you were going to ask him about all this. We could ask him about the funding too. I don't think yeah. they know. They don't care. Yeah, that's not them. Yeah. Well, they probably care. They just don't. No, they, yeah, they care. They don't have any control. I don't think they have the details. It's it's a whole. This is the cock bags up in City Hall and the county buildings and the state buildings. And they just, they know if they're getting the money or if they're not getting the money. And I, you know, unless they're the chief, maybe that that guy knows, but maybe. Hmm. Firefighters rule. They're the best. Thanks, firefighters. Thanks. Sandwiches. And sandwiches. Thank you, sandwiches. Don't leave the sandwiches out in the cold. <laughs> or do. I kind of like your, cold bring cuts. Bring sandwiches in. I do enjoy cold cuts. I just owe oh, a little bit of a PSA here. We're getting into that time of the year where you need to bring your sandwiches in at night. <laughs> you know? If you're cold, then your they're, sandwiches they're are cold. cold. So. Have you ever had frozen important. lettuce before? It's awful. Oh, it's gross. It's all waterlogged. Yeah, I was given some by a, a king one time. It's a a Burger King oh. gave me some. It was brown too. Mm. Brown and frozen. Ugh. Worst of both worlds. It's like poop. Anyway, bone bone picked. Bone picked. Yeah. That's picked all I got. Clean. All right. Thanks for listening, right. everyone. And thanks all of our first responders. Don't forget. All right, welcome back to the Bone to Pick podcast, uh, where we talk about our bones that we pick. We pick each other's bones. We pick each other's bones? Yeah. I don't know if we should talk about that with with people. Well, the public. they're probably just going to assume that we do. Yeah. yeah. Every time I see a group of people that's more than one person, I assume they're all fucking each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh.
<laughs> Picking their bones. Yeah. Especially, you know, families and stuff. Is that weird? Yeah. Should I not think that? I mean, you do you. Okay. Anyway, uh, I, it's my turn to, to have a bone to pick. Mm. And I have a bone to pick with fake ass ghost busting shows. Mm. Um, and I don't know if my bone to pick is with the people who watch them or the people who make, it's definitely with the people who make them. I don't know if anybody believes this shit, but it it's ridiculous. So there, there's one in particular, well, there's actually two, but the one that came up recently in my life again was this show called like 28 Days Haunted. That's on Netflix, correct? It's on Netflix. Yeah. And it's the dumbest ghost show. And I don't know for sure if they're trying to pass it off as real or if it's just like totally fucking fake like you think it's like satire or do you think it's like it's so crappy i think it might be satire like there's no way they could possibly be serious about it there's no way they could be be that stupid yeah and, and be that dumb like they're just like the premise it's hard to explain but it's all about this theory that uh, Ned and Lorraine Warren, if you know anything about yeah. these ghost people, they're these complete fucking fake people from the, the Amityville thing. They kind of capitalized on people's... Yeah. Yeah. They, they've been faking shit for years. Like, all of the famous hauntings that we have here in the States since, like, the 50s. I don't know how old they are. Maybe the 40s? I think... This Maybe they've been 60s around or 70s since the whole time. They're immortal? Yeah. Maybe they're ghosts. But they, they came up with this theory that, like, I don't know, something about 28 days. I forget the premise. It's not that important. Like, and, you have to get to know the, the entity for 28 days right. to truly talk to it and, like, get to know it and talk yeah. with it. Yeah. So they're gaining the trust of the ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, the theory is like the the haunting should become more intense the the longer that you're there, and then it hits a like a fever pitch at at 28 days. Peaks. Based because, on how horror movies go, that's true. Yeah, because it's always calm, and then it slowly ramps up. Well, I mean, what we always know, what we know for a fact about ghosts is that they're very time specific. You know, they they have watches. Mm-hmm. They care about time. As a construct, they have calendars. They have a schedule. They, they have, have a very a schedule. tight schedule. Ghosts are, they are unwavering in their respective One time and schedule. Uninvited guest, it just it ruins their their day. Yeah, yeah. Punctuality is of mm-hmm. the utmost importance. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Twenty eight days. That makes sense. Right? Yeah, checks out. The ghost, you know, is obviously just chilling in its ghost couch. And then, you know, it probably has a ghost phone and it gets an alert from ghost Google. And it's like, 28 days, motherfucker. It's time, <laughs> oh, to, go, <laughs> time to go scare these white people. Because it's always white people. It is. It's always white people looking for ghosts. I will say I did really enjoy 
ghost shows on the sci-fi channel and then the travel channel. I would always, that was like my pastime is watching those. Well, up. there's that one that I do like that we've talked about before where they had like a, a contractor mm-hmm. on the ghost busting yeah. team and he just like solved every haunting by the end of the show. Yeah, we he's discussed like, it. Yeah. He's like, you've... There's a draft coming through this window <laughs> because it's, you know, it's it wasn't installed it's, correctly. Or, or it's, it's a 110-year-old like, yeah, house. It's a 200-year-old window. And on it's an episode... It's basically just a flap. They had the episode where this family, and I th- we were talking about this previously, they had a family that were, they were like, oh, we're seeing things. And like when we sleep at night, it feels like we can't breathe, like something's sitting on our chest and all these really creepy like instances... So they had the contractor come in and look at the house and he brought out this crazy meter and found out that it was actually carbon monoxide poisoning. And he's like, you need to leave. And so the carbon monoxide was, was tricking their brains into thinking that they were having paranormal experiences. So I I thought it was awesome. They were just being poisoned. Yeah, it was, they, I'm sure they thought they were being haunted because they had no idea. It's an invisible attack. Well, yeah, because they were hallucinating. Yeah. <laughs> it was an invisible attack. So I thought that was pretty interesting that people will, instead of run to science, they will turn to, and that's just our brains being what they are. Well, yeah. I mean, our brains are trash too. <laughs> like they, they, you know, there's that phenomenon where, you know, if you're in a dark place, like in a forest or you're just in a dark a hallway, yeah. your your brain will automatically start making faces everywhere, which, you know, how's that helpful? Do you remember when we were on that cave tour, Jared, and she said we you could hallucinate light in cave systems? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was pretty scary. <laughs> well, isn't that the whole idea, the sensory deprivation? You deprive yourself of outside sensory for long enough and your mm-hmm. brain will just start filling in the gaps basically. Or yeah. It's like, yeah. well, I guess I'm in complete control here. There's actually like a, oh man, I wish I remember the name of it. There's like a test you can do where they flash all these lights at you and more people are, are more or less, um, more or less susceptible, uh, or? susceptible yeah. to like, Seeing shit. Hmm. Like hallucinations? So are you saying like you're seeing hallucinations looking away or when you're looking in? I'm kind of curious. So are you, when are you seeing the hallucinations? It's, it's like a flashing light thing and you're just Mm -hmm. looking at it and you're supposed to like, uh, not focus on, on a certain point or tells you to focus at a certain point. And then I, I think what it does is it's giving you partial images and, to see if that your brain will just fill in the Connect blanks. It. Yeah. Well, and it, it, your brain does do that. Yeah. Cause regularly, if you, cause if it, you read signs, you know, like you most, I think it's, I don't know what the number is, but you know, if you're driving by a sign, like, I think it's a pretty high number. I don't even want to say, but you don't actually read the sign. Like it just gets like a, you know, but the it pattern looks at of the it, letters it just fills it out. Yeah. Well, there's that. If you've ever read, if you ever seen like a paragraph spelled out where the the everything except the first and the last letters are all jumbled up, yeah. but you could still read it perfectly fine, yeah, because your brain only reads so much of it. Um, and that's true. But what I'm talking about, and again, this was something I saw on the internet years ago, so it could be all 100 percent true. It's 100 percent true. The internet will um, lie to you. They were saying basically your brain does not work, or your vision does not work like a camera. 
So it's not a constant, well, even a camera is not constant, but it's not a constant roll um, from your vision or your eyeballs receiving vision, sending it to the brain, the brain processing it and giving us the the view that you see. It's actually, it's much more like a camera where it's, it's frames. I, I think it actually is like a camera. So yeah. are you telling me that my vision is not like a camera or is it like a camera? It, it, it is. It is. You're giving me yes. conflicting information. It's like an old camera that has um, real going through it. With I think it's frames. like a 30 frames per second camera too. Is it that slow? Yeah. I mean, that's not slow. That. That's what normal. It's, it's fast enough. But um, so if you've ever looked at an analog clock and you swear you saw the hand go backwards, mm -hmm. that's actually what it is. Your oh. brain is actually filling in oh. those gaps and it either put it too far ahead or not far enough. So you get a weird moment in time where you catch it and before your brain can actually get the next actual visual um, cue or reception from the clock, it's already, you basically hallucinate well, you for know where a it's short going. amount of time. You've seen that. Yeah, and that's You've what seen it's that movie before, you know how they <laughs> Exactly. And your your brain is using what it knows to fill in the blanks. That's a lot of so energy. It fills in those gaps in between each frame. And essentially. it's kind of crazy like how much energy it takes into receiving and processing stuff that it's kind of like, I just need to take a break. I'm just gonna go ahead and do this for you. You could thank me later and then all of a sudden we're seeing ghosts. And I don't know, I can't remember if it was I don't know if it was so much a break or if it needs time. I can't remember the reasoning why it isn't continuous. Sometimes I I have hooks in my bedroom, like kind of mm. what you would have. No, <laughs> like by my by my door where you, pegs. No, where you? Put, I dated uh -huh. I dated a girl once who was into hooks and pegging. Uh, where and you what? put jackets? <laughs> it's where you put jackets. She might have been. We never got there. <laughs> so close uh and i wake up every morning and not morning but like you know how you like sometimes like wake up and sleep like you wake up and sleep and wake up and sleep and you're kind of in between i don't know why i do this to myself i should just move these jackets but i'll wake up i'll see them hanging up and it looks like a person and every single time i'm just like ooh, ooh. and then i'm like oh it's just my jacket and then i get really there's nervous. that like i don't know one second like right before you fall asleep and right when you wake up or Nothing makes any fucking yeah. sense. And yeah, if you see, you know, I, I used to have a, like a coat rack or something. It was, it's a coat rack. It's yeah. not hooks. It's not pegs. It's a coat rack. And it, it would do that. Or I had a, a robe, like a bathrobe, but it's like a black bathrobe. And it, that thing used to scare the shit out of me all the fucking time. Do you think that people watch these shows because they're looking for that? Because when you when it happens to you, are you thrilled? Like you're not thrilled, but like you're stimulated, right? You're just like, whoa, whoa. When I'm watching, that? no, not the shows. The, oh, when I the see bathrobe, something, yeah. yeah, you're 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 scared. You're kind of jumped. Yeah, you're for, like, yeah, whoa. for a second, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Do you think that the people who are watching these shows are hoping for that? Hoping to be scared? Yeah. I don't know. Well, the, the problem, and maybe it's just me, is that these shows are so bad and stupid that nobody could be buying this shit. I just don't think that they could be. Like, okay, moving to a different show. Does it involve a, a hobbit? Yeah, there's a... Bagginses? Dildo Baggins? Yes. The Dildo Baggins show? Jared, what, what's that one? to the listeners at home, Jared is making a... Very perplexed face. I'm puzzled. He doesn't know I'm who Dildo Baggins is. Dildo Baggins. 
he's a hobbit that investigates haunted areas. Yeah. Yeah, he's... So, the last one of theirs that I watched, and I don't even know... I mean, I, I'm obviously he's hate not a real hobbit. We just his last name is Baggins. I so. assumed he was not a real yeah, hobbit. Yeah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe in I hobbits? Figured that was the case. I'm afraid I do not know. Uh, do you believe in ghosts? I do not know. No ghosts or hobbits. Nope. Okay. Anyway, so the the Hobbit show was in. They were in Hawaii, and they were talking about this there was a Japanese internment camp and there was a a ghost of a a lady who was supposed to get married. Anyway, they have all these equipments that they decided do stuff that they don't actually do. Like the meters or spirit boxes or. And they, they have this device where the, the ghost can say things and uh, it just, it relays it. It says a word. So what you're saying is the ghost is speaking out loud and it relays it? Like it hears that? Or... Yeah, the, the ghost is saying stuff and then it comes across this little box and it says blah, blah, blah. So you are but... you're, you are a musician. So you know things about sound. Sure. How does a, how does a ghost... <laughs> I've heard of sounds. <laughs> how does a ghost create sound? Because in order to create sound, you have to have friction, correct? Yes. How are they doing that? They're not. Hmm. That's the simple answer. They're they're not doing it. It's not possible. Like I mean, I mean, you don't have to. In order for you and I to make the sounds we're making now, we need to have friction from our vocal cords hmm. and, and all that stuff. Uh, you can make sounds myriad different ways, but knocking stuff over. But for a ghost to talk, I mean, without a body, how's a ghost going to talk? The other problem that I have is that these ghosts that are from Japan speak English. How do they do that? How do they do that? Did they give them accents? No. Oh, that'd be so racist. No, the, the, the box <laughs> would be awful. The box didn't have an accent. Mm. But, you know, the Good. box obviously has some kind of software in it, very advanced box that can translate any language. Oh, so it's actually interpreting... It's not because the one I'm thinking of, it, it's basically just a recording and then they'd play it back and then it would be you're, you're the, about like the most EVP. vague thing. Yeah. It'd be like, it's like he yeah. really liked Oreos when he was alive. <laughs> yeah. Like how the hell did you get that? Yeah. You're talking about something that actually it, it will. It just record picks the sound. up and starts saying things. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite is the ghost box where they go through like the different radio channels. The spirit. The spirit, spirit box. box. And it's like, there's like. Jared, and you're like, oh, did you hear that? Did you hear? Oh my god, did you hear that? Oh my god. Yeah, is so, it I, <laughs> I, I giggle every time. There's one. There's one. Mo- I don't know if it's like. Uh, they go in. I don't know if it's satirical. Again, it's pretty funny, and it's kind of anti. And I've sent you the video where they were doing it. It was like, they were asking it questions, and all of a sudden it was like, nerd. And I giggled at that pretty hardcore. I think that one is satirical. They're it's, they're it's they're good. making fun of 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 these ghost hunters, which is awesome. Everyone should be doing that. It's it's pretty good, but I again, I feel for people. I feel for people because they're just looking for a little bit of excitement, and I I these people are taking maybe they're not taking advantage of it. I guess they're not doing any harm. 
they're bringing um like so that what you were talking about used to be on the travel channel and so you'd watch it and they would have like the ghosts of gettyburg gettysburg and so gettyburg getty <laughs> spaghettiburg <laughs> and so people would be like oh let's go to gettyburg and look i at would ghosts. visit spaghettiburg <laughs> You wouldn't need to tell me a ghost story. A spaghetti reenactment. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I'd go there. Uh, I kind of want to go there now. Spaghetti sounds good. Actually, I don't like spaghetti. Uh, but do you want to hear my? I have a ghost story. Oh god! I believe in ghosts, but this one has a resolve at the end of it. So it's kind of it's not what you think it is. So I think I've told you this story before. I have a brother who's a little bit younger than I. And when growing up, we shared a bedroom and we'd always like share the same bed. I don't know why we did that. We were smaller. You didn't and, have to? Well, no. Anyways, okay. so. <laughs> so we, I was just trying to see if your parents hated you or if you were weird by choice. <laughs> cool. Anyways, so <laughs> we were sleeping and I woke up and he was standing, the dark, room was dark. And he was standing in the corner. And the reason why I woke up was he was throwing small objects at me and they were hitting me. And I was like, go Your to brother bed. was standing in the corner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was standing in the corner. Oh, it was yeah, all I dark. Think, yeah. And I was like, go to bed, go to bed. And I was like, I'm going to tell mom and dad. And so I turn over and when I roll over, there's my brother. And I was like, if he's there, then who's standing in the corner? And I'm like all jacked up on adrenaline now. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to roll over. I'm going to look. And is that being this thing gonna still be in the corner so i roll over and now i'm magically in my parents room and my mom's like what is going on and i'm like there's a ghost in the corner and they're throwing things at me and then anyways i had a fever of 106 degrees and i was hallucinating Mm, yeah so that's my ghost story but it was very creepy because i did see somebody standing there like i will put money on it like there was somebody there but it was just my brain cooking yeah I was going to go with what I think is a lot of these, you were mentioning earlier, the people who were sleeping and felt weight on their chest. A lot of the times people's ghost stories are when they're sleeping, Mm -hmm. they wake up. Same with aliens. They wake up and they see something crazy. The aliens wake up? The aliens wake up and see humans. (laughs) They see people like (laughs) sticking things in their butts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wonder if that happens to aliens. Do they have the same problem with... Other aliens? Nightmares of like humans coming to their planet. That's why they do it. They're like, we're going to do it before they do it What do they say on us. their podcast? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That's what I think all aliens sound like. It's Muppet dudes. Yeah. With the big mouths. Yeah. Anyways, what are you saying, Jerry? It's Sorry, probably Jerry. very diverse. There's. <laughs> Don't even. I mean, do you think they have diversity? Species? Of course. <laughs> oh. I texted <laughs> get thousand text messages today. I won't go into it because I'm stealing your spotlight. So go ahead. What about the chests? Um, sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. That's where I thought you were going to go with that. Was you were just you had waken up and you still, you know, you're in that foggy. I guess not straight After up sleep paralysis, up, but yeah. yeah, that transition between fully awake and fully asleep. Yeah. Your your brain's still full of DMT. Um, you hallucinate all the time like that. That's why, again, that when you first get up, it's weird. Yeah. Um, so that's what I thought you were going to say. But I think that's a lot of the ghost stories so it, are is it, something as simple as that. Is it DMT that makes us? It's something from your pineal gland, but I can't remember if it is DMT or if DMT mimics that. Well, that I know that our bodies make it. They, 
DMT, but I thought that they they established that it wasn't for dreaming, and that's like the mystery is like, what is it for? Is it the death drug? Yeah, that's that what people see? people are thinking. Like when when you die and you have those outer body experiences, it's like a coping mechanism. Yeah, it's like, just sitting in there the whole time, just for that waiting. that one. Like, come on, baby. that would be weird. How would evolution result in something like that? Mm, magic? Hmm. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> that that would be pretty trippy, though. I, see, now I'm wondering if there's any other animals that have that. You're just going to start sucking on pineal glands? I'm just going to start opening up all <laughs> kinds of animals to see what kind of drugs are in there. <laughs> no? Should we? Bad idea? I don't like where that's going. Yeah, you're right. I actually like most animals, so I don't think I'm going to do that. But there's got to be someone I can ask. <laughs> there's a guy. There's always a guy. There's, there's always a guy. There's a guy that will do it for free, and there's a guy that you'll have to pay. So I don't L- know. Like what you we've said before, have. you go you go with the the pay guy yeah. who has an office and isn't working out of a Ford Escort. I mean, just think about it. Again, we don't have a budget, so. <laughs> <laughs> just think about it. Just think about it. Maybe just, those yeah. are the things that we don't tell about. We don't talk about opening. We don't talk about sleeping in the same bed with our brothers. We don't talk about opening up animals for their brains. Drugs. <laughs> I don't want their brains. I'm looking for a fix. Because <laughs> if we're making DMT, like what, you know. I think that's a naturally, because is that what's in ayahuasca is DMT? Or no. what? No. Yeah, I think that's different. That's uh, where are they getting DMT from? I have no idea. It's got to be synthetic, right? Joe Rogan, if you're listening to this podcast, I is want it you to tell me green? where you get your DMT is it, from. Yeah, where's he getting it? Soylent Green. They're people. You've never seen that. Mm-mm. It's from it's the seventies. I just people. ruined the movie for you. Yeah. No. Soylent Green. It's people. They were they were feeding. Everyone, this soylent green stuff. It's okay. So, and it turned out it was the old people. Yeah. In the future, there's no food. There's like a protein shake, and everybody drinks that for sustenance. And then you find out that we're recycling our dead into our food. That sounds like a fun movie. Yeah. Charlton Heston was in it. The best part is that there is a drink now called Soylent Green, but I don't think he under... Maybe he didn't watch them. Well, I, I was thinking of... What was the one in I think Idiocracy? Um, Brando or... Oh, what was the... The stuff, the electrolyte stuff? Yeah, that plants crave. Yeah. They were spraying on their plants. It was killing them all. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of as you were saying that, because that was green, wasn't it? No, it was... I thought... Was it? Or was it... Oh, maybe it was I think green. it was green. It was green. What was it? Oh man, that's gonna Brando. It's something. Brando, aid. That it's something right. No, that's the that's the president. I think you're thinking of. I thought that was Gabancho is the president. What was it? Was something like this? Is not interesting to. I'm no, sorry, this guys. Is what we're this is this is our, <laughs> uh, Do you have anything else to say about your about the ghosts? Yeah, about ghosts. About the I did have something to say. There was another thing on one of the shows that that bugged me. But now I can't think of it. Oh, it was the 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 dildo baggin show, and they were at that hotel in Estes Park that I can't remember the name oh, of. Oh, the Stanley. The Stanley, and they now 
the my source for this is a, is a, another YouTube channel whose name I can't remember, but he was doing a thing about fake ghost stuff, and I think that might be why I was thinking of this. But they went to the Stanley, and they're just like walking around the Stanley, and they find a pile of mattresses, and decide to concoct this story that these are the mattresses that people have died on at the Stanley at the Stanley. Huh. And then so like they do their whole seance thing around these mattresses and they're like, you know, the story that, that they're telling is that, I mean, the Stanley's a working hotel. They, they don't keep the mattresses. Yeah. Like you're <laughs> driving through Estes and you can see it. Yeah. Like they don't, no hotel keeps mattresses for, for one, for, it doesn't matter if they, people die on them or if they got peed on or, you know, whatever. They just get new mattresses. They don't store the ones people died on. I'm pretty sure we stayed in the hotel in California that somebody had died on. Like, I'm pretty sure. There on was, the hotel? On the hotel. No, on the mattress. Oh. Like, it was all like, I was like, ooh. I was like, well, they, all right. Maybe they would keep them. I was going to say, they, they'll keep yeah, them. People are sleeping but on they those just keep, Yeah, They, they just, just keep, keep them in the, in the bed. Yeah, yeah. They're not storing them somewhere because somebody died on them. They're no. just like. They're not special mattresses. They're just like, well, we can't afford new mattresses. So <laughs> That's crazy the, that they would, like, people are walking by and they're like, oh, people die. Like, how many people are dying in Stanley Hotel? Well, it's been around for a long time. I know, so. but how old are these mattresses? They didn't just, like, go No, they, I mean, that's, exact, that's exactly why it's dumb. They're not keeping mattresses from 80 years ago. They're like, okay, somebody- guys. We got to purge every mattress that somebody's died on in the hotel because our. I'm sure they do that. Fiscal I mean, year is up, and we got to get new mattresses. I don't. I don't know about fiscal year. That's got hit with another inspection. <laughs> <laughs> These douchebags squeezing our balls. How do you test for? I, I wonder how you a test dog for, maybe. Oh yeah, like dog just goes up to every single one and but didn't realize that there's like baking grease on all of them like damn it yeah there's all kinds of things that, i mean people are eating crackers and stuff in those They're beds you know, so- i <laughs> eat in crackers. every hotel bed i've ever slept in who's eating crackers hmm. in bed i just i see it as an opera i don't do it in, in your bed in my bed yeah so when i go i do all of the gross things <laughs> that i don't do in my bed in hotel beds all right and I'm only going to tell you about the eating. I'm not going <laughs> to. You can use your imagination for the rest of the shit. No. But I would advise you not to. Sleep in the beds or die in the Don't beds. Don't use your imagination. <laughs> anyway, I think I've uh, it's picked clean for me. You guys I, got anything? I got just one more quick comment on it. So you mentioned at the start whether or not you hate the people who make it or the people who watch it? I don't hate the people who watch it. Like, I understand why people believe in ghosts. And, uh, you know, I don't. And I wish I could. Because for me, you know, if I don't believe in ghosts, that means I don't believe in an afterlife. And it means that this is, this is all temporary and nothing's, you know, it's a, it's a terrifying thought. I wish I didn't think that way. And I understand why people believe in ghosts and believe in God and believe in afterlife and stuff. So I'm not mad at them. I'm definitely not mad at people who watch it. 
And and that's exactly what I was going to say. Is yeah. That's that's what people are trying to get out of it. Is yeah, it's understandable to want to believe in an afterlife or that there's some sort of higher power than what we see in front of us. Right. Right. Um, so that, that's and that actually that brings say. me to another point of why why I brought this up in the first place is that these shows are like skirting a line of where where they're they're proposing it is real. And it, if it was going to be fake, just go full fake. Just make a, I love horror movies. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. make a horror movie that's good. And or like good mockumentary yeah. style. Yeah. yeah. Comedy. Those are great. I will say since the dawn of time, people have believed in ghosts. And because of those people believe in ghosts, there's been someone to kind of take advantage of them. Yeah, for sure. There's been mediums. There's been like it's it's just like it's crazy, and people. It's just because people want people want to believe. They want to believe. Yeah, and it's yeah because that, that's a scary. It's a scary thought to think that the lights go out and you're just yeah nothing. Yeah, it's a bummer. Blackness. It makes me very sad. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, like like Melinda said, it's been happening for people have been. You know, people want answers. And they want a good answer, not like a sad answer. So, <laughs> thanks, yeah. Dan. It was really funny up until you talked about the deep abyss and. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, this was supposed to be the fun one. Yeah, this was the fun one. Great. And I think it's J Rock's fault. He set me up for it because I was about to. We were. I was about to end it, and then he he reminded me of the abyss. Sorry, everyone. Don't think of the abyss. Love your life. Well, live each moment. There's a movie the from list. the '90s called The Abyss, and it's really good. So is you that should, the one? Is you should Jessica think about that. Alba in that one from the '90s. Jessica Alba was from the '90s. No way. No. Who She's from she? the 2000s. Who's who's in The Abyss? Uh, your mom. Oh, spam. <laughs> <laughs> Jodie Foster in that? Maybe. I think there was a Baldwin. Keanu Reeves? He was from the 90s. He is from the 90s. I'm trying to think of the abyss. I actually have no... I just remember that I thought it was good when I watched it 30 years ago. (laughs) Maybe it's bad. Don't think about the abyss, guys. It's a bad movie. Just, yeah, it's not worth it. All right, well, thanks, Dan. What's the status of the bone, is it? It's picked. I think it's picked, now I'm sad. Bye, everyone. See ya. Love you.